0: Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number two, six, two. And thank you very, very much for coming back and listening to me. I appreciate it. Much love to every last one of my sass bastards all over the world. Much love from me to you, because you just by showing back up on a regular basis, you've been giving me love and I appreciate it very, very much. Now, let's get to it. (laughs) <laughs> now I, I I I sent a picture out on my Instagram and I and I what I showed was a picture of me at the dentist office. And there's a joke I said, hey guys, try to guess where I am right now based on this picture. And it was pretty obvious because of you know the dentist equipment and dentist chair. But what I should have said was, hey guys, look what it took me two hours to get to. Yeah, two damn hours. My dentist appointment was 1040. I got there way before that and I'm sitting down and I'm thinking you know I'm here early I might actually get out of here before that you know what I mean I'm walking up the steps this is going to be pretty simple I'm pretty sure you know that that I'm going to show up at this dentist's office right I'm going to walk It's, it's so early now you know somebody's not going to show up and I'm just going to breeze right in there and not only will I not be in the dentist's chair at 1040 I might be long gone by 1040 that's why I got here early so I could take advantage of the fact that no other person's going to be here in my time period and I could sail in then I opened the door and there's about 9 million people in the waiting room Oh, well that's okay I'm pretty sure every one of these punks has probably got a 1041 or later appointment I don't give a crap I got a 1040 I'm here early I get there at 10 1015 nobody from the waiting room has left oh that means one of two things, either he, he has not started in this section yet or the people in there have more problems. And I thought, well, OK, well, I can't get mad about that. I can't get better If somebody has a dental emergency, I mean, if I had any kind of problems with my teeth and I needed to get a tooth pull or something like that, what am I going to do? I can't get upset with the person. Not a big deal. It's now 1030. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Even though nobody else in the damn waiting room has been been called. But that's okay. They're probably going to get called after me. I mean, they were technically here a little bit before me, obviously. But that's okay. Maybe they're just like me. They like to get to the dentist appointments early. Not a problem. I don't care. They're probably all after me. Cause I'm pretty sure that that's now ten forty-two. Two minutes. What am I? Maybe the guy had to go to the bathroom. What am I worried about? It's not that big of a deal. Who cares? What two minutes or two minutes late for the appointment? What am I? An idiot? <laughs> it's eleven, and they finally called one person from this room. I can't hear what this he's he's saying to the receptionist, dude. But all I could hear is nine fifteen, and I'm thinking. Well, maybe they're setting up an appointment for September fifteenth. You know that's okay. But they 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 will be taken in the back. Oh no! Was this the—that person was that? Oh God! Please don't tell me that they're just getting around to the people who had nine fifteen appointments. I can't. I, I can't. But they get, and then they pull. They call somebody else, and I hear nine forty. Oh no! No, it's now 1130. I'm still sitting there and there's still three quarters of the people that were in front of me in the first place. They're there and I see mothers and children and fathers and children and I'm hoping that, that they're both not going to be getting taken care of at the same time because sometimes parents take their kids. If they, if they have a dentist that will take adults and children and then they'll, they put the appointments together so they don't have to take an extra day off of work. Please don't let that be happening. Please. (laughs) it's twelve and there's still people in front of me obviously these people are appointments that were in front of me and it's very very obvious there's five or six people here it is very very obvious that these five or six people are going to go in there before i do and I'm hoping all of them have their teeth are in good shape. I see one guy across from me. He sees me looking at him. I'm looking at him, hoping he bursts in the flames and gets blown, gets sucked up by the exhaust fan. But he doesn't know that because I have a pleasant smile. Ha <laughs> ha Granted, I was smiling because I hoped he burst in the flames and was sucked up into the exhaust system. But he doesn't know that crap. He smiles back. A pleasant fellow. Oh, he's got great teeth. His ass won't be in there that long. That's awesome. ha <laughs> I smile back at him. This time, not hoping he bursts in the flames and gets sucked up into the exhaust mainly because he's going to be in there 10 minutes with those choppers in fact the dentist might walk out look at him and go you know what get out don't need to see you super teeth no problem haha <laughs> i like this guy because he's not going to kill me with time even though the rest of these bad and then here's another lady comes in and she's beautiful and she's got a son a nice looking kid there's a young kid he's look a healthy kid they're both well just people everything great she smiles at me and <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> no, she's smiling at Wendy Williams on the TV. <sighs> I will not believe what my ego wanted me to believe. I'm going to believe she was smiling at me, not the TV behind me. F y'all. And she smiles. But let's just talk about what's more important. Her teeth are just as perfect as that bastard over there that I wanted to birth in the flames. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going to be out of there quickly. The kid opens his mouth oh my god what the hell was this did you feed that kid nothing but sugar water since he was two what the hell is this crap this kid's not gonna need root canal he's gonna need a whole face canal oh no what did you do and now I'm looking at everybody's mouth waiting for them to smile and trying to maybe engage them in conversation hey what time is it even though I got a phone in my hand with a clock on it and all of that crap I just want them to open their mouth so I can take a look at the teeth and see how long they're gonna be a day with the dentist and everybody's pretty good pretty good pretty good except for two or three people who I know are gonna take nine hours each 12 on 37 oh Then another dentist comes out that's not my dentist and starts to take people back two at a time. Oh, yeah. I don't care if their service is less effective because you're multitasking. I don't give a crap. I don't give a crap if you smack up in the mouth and say your teeth are disgusting. I don't want to work with you. It doesn't matter, punk. Only thing that matters is they ain't going to be in my way. 1240. Mr. Thomas, could you come back? Yes. I walk into the dentist's office. I sit in the chair. The, The hygienist is a wonderful lady. In fact... She's the, the hygiene, My normal hygienist is back. Fantastic. And you all know, if you listen to my show, how I feel about her now. And the dentist comes in. It's a new dentist. It's not my regular dentist. It's a new guy. The other guy moved away. I don't care. He checks all my teeth. Number 30, number one is normal. Number two, normal. Number three, normal. Number four, normal. Number five, normal. Number six, normal. Number seven, normal. Number eight, number nine, nine. Yeah, he goes by each tooth and says normal. And then, and every once in a while with something way in the back, he'll say some kind of dentist term. Well, it has a slight beluga, some some medical term that I don't know. And I got news for you. I'm pretty sure he just made that crap up to sound impressive. I said, he says, excuse me, doc. What did you say that it was? i kind of just made that word up to sound impressive i mean i don't really really remember what i said so is there any way you could kind of gloss over the fact that i I was trying to sound you know like really really dented like a really good dentist by making up a fake term you know most people just kind of sit back and listen to the fake term and just go about their business but you're a little too inquisitive you actually asked what it meant i I should probably come up with one big fake term and continually say it that way if someone like you calls me on it i could repeat the term but but I, that, I just made that word up, Mr. Thomas. Oh, okay. All right. Well, whatever. Well, since you, what did you make the term? Was it just something wrong with the tooth? There's really nothing wrong with the tooth. Like I said, I just made the word up. Oh. Could you not do that anymore? Uh, you pretty much embarrassed me out of it. Okay, great. So what's going on? All your teeth are normal. No cavities. Okay. Um, No, we were just going to, I mean, to be honest with you, we, uh, you no, know, we, we, we like it when people like you come in with nothing wrong with their teeth because then we could just kind of play around in your mouth, pretending like we're doing stuff. And then, uh, you know, we, we consider and just have a break and talk because a lot of people out there, their teeth are jacked up really badly. We actually have to do something like root canals and crap like that. And we had a bunch of people whining like punks and everything like, I, I, you know, and the, that hurts, dog. I, you know, they're a bunch of punks and they whine and we got to hold them down. And then they don't, yeah. You know, and then we got, sometimes we have ladies out there with kids that kick and we got to do all sorts of crap. And uh, but when we have someone like you, bro, there's nothing wrong with your teeth because we, we usually like to keep you in there for the amount of time that you, we would have you in there if there was something wrong with your teeth. So we could actually have a pleasant conversation and actually be doing nothing, you know. So what, what about that suction thing that you put in my mouth? Uh, did you notice that? It, 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 we I mean, we, we just put that in the mouth because we spray water in your mouth for no particular reason. We suck the water back up and make it, you know, I walk, I poke your tooth a couple of times. I mean, it only takes me about a half a second to look at it, at your tooth to know that there's nothing wrong with it. Have you noticed that when, it, when you come in there because your tooth are fine, your teeth are fine now that the dentist always pokes your tooth with that, with this stupid hook here? You know, this, this hook that this, I found this someplace. Okay. I, I I mean, I cleaned it off before I put it in your mouth, but I mean, this really, this hook really doesn't do anything. You know, when we, if you notice, when we really do real dental work, we come up with the real tools. See? But, um, you know, you're not going to tell anyone. Oh, of course, I'm not going to tell anyone. It's not like I have a popular podcast or anything. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> so I basically spent two hours at the dentist office for a 12 minute exam so we could poke my teeth and tell me there's nothing wrong with them. Not a problem. But I don't I don't know, man, I. I'm at the point now where things like that, things don't really bother me. Even when somebody does something stupid, it doesn't really bother me that much. It comes with being 48 years old, right? It comes with being 48 years old. Because a lot of times when you go to the doctors, if there's nothing wrong with you, you almost feel like you're wasting your time being there. You know what I mean? you be... You go in there and, and they have an a lot of amount of time just in case something that they, they find something they have to talk to you or give you prescriptions or crap like that. But if there's nothing really wrong with you. You know, you kind of see you kind of it's, it's almost like really bad small talk on a first date that, you know, will not be going to the second date. A lot of awkward pauses. You have any complaints? Nah. Anything hurting? Nope. Um. Uh. Well, you you could actually you wanna do the stethoscope thing, yeah. all right, I'll listen to you breathe. Yeah, your lungs are fine. What about this me mean, do the back thing? Yeah, that's great. Let me look in your mouth. Yeah, everything's great. You got no diseases in your mouth. Your ears are clean. Your eyes are fine. With it. Whatever. Uh So, uh, how's everything, Doc? Everything's fine. Everything's great. Right Um. (laughs) Let me think about it When you go to the doctor There's nothing wrong That's what it feels like you know, you feel like you actually accomplished something. If you like, you ever, you ever have something happen to you, you get a little sick, maybe you throw your back out or you feel like you had an upset stomach for a little bit too long. And the doctor's appointments, two days of waiting on, oh, great. I'm glad I'm going to go see the doctor. You actually look forward to seeing a doctor. You go in there and the doctor says you need a double dose of Lugi six, six milligrams of Lugi boogoo date, And you need to take six milligrams of balaka gate, And you take that crap and you feel better. And you feel like, yeah, you feel like you got something out of being going to the doctor because you were feeling bad. You you went there, you come out, you feel bad, you take the medicine, you feel good, you accomplished something. Something bad happened, you went there, and it got fixed. But when there's nothing wrong with you, it's like, I got to sit here all this time waiting to just... You're basically paying a person a lot of money to just give you compliments about how you took care of yourself. Sitting there like a jackass. So, Doc, um, what's going on? Yeah, you you lost about twelve pounds. Pretty good, but very very good, very good. You said you are gonna lose nine. You lost twelve. Yeah. Oh, that's very very good, very good, very good. Yeah, your blood works look good. And yeah, that the other, And it looks good, and everything's great. Yeah. Okay, doc. So you need anything? Yeah, I need you to sit down because uh, if I if I uh, if you actually go out there right now, with, it'll mean that I'll actually have to I'll work through my patients a lot faster, and uh, you know, then they'll start scheduling more patients, and then little I'll have a full waiting room of people pissed off at me, but. If I have people like you that are fine and I just keep you in here for a long period of time, then uh, they'll realize I only get to see 20 patients a day instead of... You know, cause I, I, the last time I, I did this legitimately and it was a bu- I, I did my job well and, and my patients were all healthy and, you know, I was able to cycle patients in and out. But every once in a while, half of them will get sick with something and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm here till, uh, till 9 o'clock and uh, I don't want to do that. So, uh, you know, uh, I'll be honest with you, Mr. Thomas. Uh, can you keep a secret? Yeah, sure. You know, um Every once in a while I kind of uh I shouldn't be admitting this, but uh, I kind of wish some of the patients would uh, you know, uh how can I put this? Not come here. What? Yeah, some of my patients are huge pains in the ass. I mean, uh, I mean, you're supposed to, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. I checked all your blood work. Everything's great. But uh you know, the next patient coming in, Mrs. Mrs. Hansbury, she's a God. She's a pain in the ass. I don't, I, I don't like her. And it's sometimes I want to give her the fake medicine. What? Yeah, the fake medicine. You, you have fake medicine. Yeah. Have you ever given me any fake medicine? No, I actually like you. I give you the real medicine. But uh, Mrs. Hansbury out there, she—I mean, first of all, she's a hypochondriac. She comes in here. I mean, no one has to come to the doctor twenty-seven times a year, okay? She comes in here. I—I I do her blood test. Everything's fine. She's actually in great health, but she always she she always complains about stuff. So I have to give her fake medicine, and then she goes home, and then she comes back and says she feels fine, and. It's, <sighs> I'll be honest with you, Mr. Thomas. The only reason I'm still you're still in here is because, you know, normally you'd be in here for forty five minutes, and you got about twenty seven minutes left. I I'd rather talk to you for twenty seven straight minutes and twenty seven more minutes than I have to deal with her ass. Yeah, but I gotta. I kind of gotta go. Oh, you gotta go, huh? You're gonna get sick eventually, Mr. Thomas. You know that, right? Uh, I I guess so. And um, who are you gonna come to? Well, the, the- that would probably be you. I mean, you you sub for my real doctor. Not my real doctor. I mean, my normal doctor. Yes, yes, yes. And you really think that she doesn't feel the same way that I do? Um, I mean, she likes you. Uh, yeah, I, I know. But uh, let me ask you a question, sir. Say you get an upset stomach or something's going on. You get a virus and I prescribe medicine. Would you know what the medicine is, actually, if I gave it to you? Uh, no, I don't I, But Exactly. Oh, I would hate to have you get some kind of virus or something like that. And you need antibiotics and somebody prescribes you one that does nothing. Oh, Yo. Um. So you need me to stay in here for, let's see, 25 more minutes. Yes, I do. Oh, uh, I really don't have anything to say. I don't care if you say anything. We can just look at each other. No, no, no. We don't need to do that. Um. Uh. You want to look at some YouTube videos? I, I can... You know, oh, that sounds great. My, my phone battery is dead. Let's watch YouTube videos for 25 minutes. Okay. 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 Great. <laughs> now, I just want to let you know that if somehow uh, immediately after this, you get a, a letter of reprimand from your boss and I transfer doctors, I want to let you know right now that it's complete coincidence. Huh? What did you say? Nothing. Nothing at all. Let's just watch these videos. <laughs> okay. That did not happen. <laughs> But I tell you, man, being a 48-year-old person, I realized something about being uh, this age. I realized that I could do a a vast majority of things that I did when I was younger, but the only time that I feel the difference is a little bit in recovery time. You know, when you work out, like when you were 20, when I was 28 and I worked out, it was like you work out and you go, man, it was a tough workout. (sighs) Well, I'm back. You know, you recover that fast. Now it's like, yeah, uh, I just worked out. Um, I'm gonna hang up the phone. I'm gonna lie down on the floor and cry for about an hour, and then I'm gonna call you back after another hour uh, in 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 the tub with the hot water. Okay, everybody, because <laughs> that's what it's like. But really, what really is the is the real difference? In all seriousness, is I can I still have a lot of my strength and most of my flexibility and all of that kind of stuff. And there is tr- There is truth to the fact that the recovery time is a little different, but here's where you, when you're approaching 50 where you notice the difference when you get up in the morning, that's when you notice the difference. The rest of the day, once you've been out and about and moving and grooving, everything's fine. But in the beginning of the day is when you notice a difference. That's when you know how old your punk ass is. If you're not in shape, if you're in shape, it's a little different. But I'm in the process of getting in shape. I can see that the problems that I was having that I'm about to describe to you have been have been lessening at a great at a at a, at a wonderful rate. But you notice the difference in the morning. You wake up in the morning, you stand up, oh, your back is like, yeah, you bastard. You think just because you got it on with a 32-year-old woman that you're 32? Get out of here, punk. You try to act like your back's not hurting. She's looking at you. That was great. Yeah, thanks a lot. You you always joke about how you're an old man, but you didn't do that that like an old man. (laughs) And I'm sitting there going, you know what? You could have just said, stopped it. That was great. You didn't have to throw the old man thing in there, okay? I, I don't say that because I want some more. (laughs) <laughs> right you go upstairs i'll be right back there and you're going up the steps of our house you're going to go to the bathroom and she's in that bathroom and you, you you don't want to be in there while she's peeing because that's gross and you're going up the steps and you hit the steps you hit the first two steps oh, oh and your back's like yeah that's right you're old you bastard and then you try to go up the steps fast and your back goes excuse me excuse me oh no you don't you better walk up that stairs, and i better hear you go Rah! oh every time you take a step because every time you don't go Rah! when you take a step i'm gonna make it hurt worse you bastard and you walk up the steps and you go Rah! with every step and your back's like that's right that's right that's exactly what i want to hear and you make the mistake on the last two steps and not saying anything because you think your back's not paying attention and you walk up the next two steps, bup, bup, make those sounds, and your back goes, nice try bastard, and hit you with a shock of pain, bam, that's what you should have said on those two steps, that's what your back says to you. Then you go to the bathroom, you sit down on the toilet, and you try to sit down quickly because you figured, what's the point, it's not a big deal, my back's actually feeling pretty, no it's not. And then your back says to you, now that you've done your business, when you stand up, you better stand up slow and go, ROCK! Because if you don't go, ROCK, I'ma make you really go, ROCK! So you get off off the toilet, you stand up and you go, ROCK! And your back goes, that's right, that's right. You're just kind of like a car, an older car, an old car, not an old car, but an older car that still looks good. You know how you get a car that's a nice car, that's a great car when you get it, and it still runs, there's no problems, it doesn't have any dents on it or anything like that. You kept it clean, you kept it nice, the engine's in good shape, you changed the oil, Everything great, the spark plugs. all of that crap. But it's the same engine, the engine now has a 100,000 miles on it, but it's still running good and humming good and everything's good. But you know, you know, you know, just like your old ass and it runs good during the re Once it starts running, that car you better put the 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 key in, start the car, and let it run a little while. Because if you step on the gas right now, you're gonna the oil hasn't started circulating yet. You're putting a little bit of damage on the engine. It's probably not that big of a deal, but why do it? Just like going up those steps, later on in the day, you could run it up and down those steps, holding one of your, your grandchildren or your grandnephew or your little cousins or your kids or whatever. You could do it during the course of the day, but in the morning, oh, hell no. That's why when you go up the steps at 48 in the morning, especially if you spent all night with a 32-year-old woman and worked out that day, your back goes, rah because you need to go, rah, or your back's going to get mad because you didn't go, rah. You got to start the engine up in the car. After about five minutes, the engine starts going, stops going. And it starts to hum along. And now you can drive the car the way you drove the car when it was younger. And it's the same thing with your old ass. Right? The first few minutes you get up. Your back is killing you. Oh, yes, it is. You walk around the living room, you stretch a little bit, you put your arms straight up, you stretch, you do a little bit of punk-ass yoga, not real yoga because you're too lazy to do real yoga. You do a little bit of punk yoga, you jog in place a little bit, you stretch around, you swing your hips a little bit, you do that for about 5 or 10 minutes and your back is like, ah, and we're back. And your back goes, ah, we're fine now. And all of a sudden you can move around the way you want to move around. Why? Because you warmed yourself up the same way you warmed your car up because your old ass is like your old car, you old bastard. Inertia doesn't just apply to other things, it applies to you too, especially when you get on the north side of 40. It applies to you too, because you're a, you're an object that when you're in motion, you want to stay in motion. When your car is warmed up and you're driving on the freeway and you're driving to this place and that place and this place and that place, your car is fine. Your car runs like it did when it was new, but if you leave it outside in the cold all night long, you can't just start that car up and step on the gas. Why? It's not ready yet. During the course of the day, you can run up and down the steps and play and all of that crap because you're warmed up and stretched out. But when you get up in the morning, you can't do that crap. Ever have one of your nephews, your nieces, or one of the babies come into the room and wake you up by standing on your chest like my nephew used to do? When he would stay with me, he'd come into the room and he'd wake me up. Uncle, he, he, he. And I'd get up and i want to play with nephew and I'd want to pick him up. And it was great. I could do that back there, but not with my grandnephew. Oh, hell no. If he stays at the house and he jumps on my chest and wants to wake me up. You know what I'm thinking? I hope you... I hope you know how to dial 911, punk. Cause if I get up right now and try to do that crap, I'm going to be on the floor holding my back and you're going to be laughing going, you're funny, Uncle S. And I'm going to be going, you know what else is funny? Want to go along with the joke? Yes. Okay. I want you to take the phone. I got the phone. Okay. I want you to dial nine. Remember we did nine. Nine. Okay. The one. You know what the one is, right? Yes. Hit that pup. You know it's going to be really funny. Hit that one again. Okay. Now I want you to say this to the lady on the phone. Okay, I'll say it, okay. There's a lady on the phone. Okay, I I want you to say what I say. My uncle, my great uncle wants me to say something. And okay, okay, say, sweet God, it hurts. Sweet God, it hurts. And this little fool didn't woke me up. And this little fool woke me up. Please send an ambulance. Please send an ambulance. And he's never coming to my house again. And he's never coming to my house again. <laughs> you want to play another game? Yes. Okay. You're going to see some guys come up in a fire truck. Yes. Right now. Normally, I don't want you to open the door, and I wouldn't allow you to open the door, nor would I give you a key or anything. But I want you to go to the door, and when you see about two or three big guys dressed like firemen come up with a big bed with a wheel on it, I want you to take this key, put it in the door, twist it, and open the door. You know how to do that? Yes. But don't open the door till you see the people from the fire truck. Okay? Or maybe. Maybe there'll be an ambulance out there if you see in the ambulance what are you going to do um, open the door fantastic you think you can do it yes I can because that's what's going to happen <laughs> but if you but to my young audience to, my, to, the, to the oldsters in my audience you know I'm only kidding a little bit to the youngsters in my audience oh my friends my wonderful young friends that is your future you bastards so don't wait until you're until you're older to start taking care of your punk ass. It's because you're young and fresh now. Start doing the damn yoga now, you young bastards. Start doing it now. Start drinking a lot of water now. Start doing yoga or stretching in some way, some case now. Right? I mean, I don't want to. I'm going to be indelicate for a moment. I'm going to be indelicate for a moment. Okay. And I'm sorry for and no i'm I'm trying my best to kind of move away from you no know what I'm not moving away from anything damn it this is my podcast I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about you bastards and this is embarrassing and I'm gonna admit it to you and this is this is actually before, right before I turn right as I was turning forty you're getting it on with a woman and you mean you and her are making the sounds that people make when they do certain things if you understand what I'm saying right. And then in the middle, you try to do one of those moves from the porno movie where you put your hand under the woman, you pick her up, you flip her over to the other side, and you move it. you pick her up, you move a pillow under something, like you're holding her up by one hand, you put her back down, you're looking down at her, and she's looking up at you like, yeah, he's still the man, he's the best, he may be 40, and and I may be a lot younger than him, but this dude is putting in that good work, and you're looking down at her like, yeah, you're damn right, you're damn right. And then you pull a muscle in your groin, and you make a sound that, is actually a sound that indicates intense pain. It's a lot louder than the sound you were making before because, well, this time it's pain and not the good stuff. And this woman is a very, very fit woman with very, very powerful legs and powerful hands. And because you make this weird face and these weird sounds, because the the vicious amount of pain you're feeling, she thinks that well, it's gotten really good to him. I mean, it was already great to him, but I must be tearing him up right now because look at him. He's tr- why he's real. She doesn't realize you're actually trying to get up off of her. She thinks that you're still into the action of you know doing what you're doing. She still thinks you're putting in that good work, but really you're trying to get up. And she has powerful legs. She's a fitness woman. You know, and you don't realize. Yes, you are. You stronger than her, sure, but you don't realize how strong a woman's legs are when they're when they don't want you to get up. Especially when they add hands to, to, to the buttocks and they won't allow you to get up. And as you're trying to get up, they're pulling you back down. And you're trying to get up, you're pulling your back down and you're like, yeah. And she's going, ah, I'm killing him. Look at this. I'm just, dest- I'm the best. I'm destroying this man. He's going to be a husband because there's no way in the world he's making sounds like that. And he's ever going to want to be with another woman. I'm destroying him. That's what she's thinking. And she doesn't, she doesn't realize you, she is destroying it because you, you, you have a pulled muscle and you're growing and you just want to get up and stretch it out. but all all she's doing is the kind of thing that we just did that made it hurt the first place. Yeah. So the d- 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 pain is so intense you can't even form sentences, which is ironic because what was happening on the other side was so damn good you couldn't form sentences and now she can't form sentences, but, but you, then you're going, I, 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 I think so, this feels like someone took a hot poker and decided to put it in the bottom of my chair and jam it up until, till it came out of the base of my spine. That's how bad this crap hurts, but she won't let go. And then, you know, eventually, let's just say she arrives at the destination that she was allowing you to take her to. And then you, 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 you get up. You get off of her and she's laying there, you know, goldfishing. You know what I'm talking about. You know when a goldfish flops around like when it's not in water. And then you're sitting there and you 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 are you, trying to walk to the kitchen because you want some ice or something. And you're walking funny and she doesn't realize you're walking funny because you're deciding should I put my clothes on and go to the emergency room? And she's thinking <laughs> I'm the best. <laughs> that did not happen to me before I turned forty. It hasn't happened since, thank, thank goodness. But it happened then, and that's when I realized, oh, I ain't, I gotta be careful. You know, when you're going out with a young lady and you're forty-eight years old, you gotta be in good shape, man. You know, you gotta be in good shape. You gotta keep, like I said, you gotta keep it moving. You gotta keep the body flowing. You gotta keep the thing going. Because why did that happen? Because I was with this woman and we had, you know, we, I literally just came over to her house to pick up some stuff. And I didn't expect anything to happen. So, you know, I was still cold. I was asleep If I had taken a nap. And I said, oh, yeah, I'll be over there. And I didn't expect anything to happen. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't warmed up. Right? I wasn't warmed up at all. And then she jumps on top of me, started getting it on and everything's great. And I just told you what happened while we got it on. And I promised myself I would never let that happen to me again because that was incredibly embarrassing, incredibly embarrassing. And she felt bad afterwards. At least I think she felt bad. I thought she felt bad, right? And she goes into the room. Let me go, you know what? I said, I'm all right now. I stretched out. I'm okay. I'm a little sore, but I'll be all right in a couple of days. No big deal. And I got to go and do some gigs anyway. So we wouldn't be, we wouldn't see each other for a few days anyway. So by the time I come back, I'll be back to normal. because that's not, that's not a problem. And she thought I left, right? But she's on the phone. I was about to go back in there and give her another peck on the cheek because I left, but I came right back in. But I was, you know, because I hadn't I hadn't really locked the door. I just, I was closing it. And I said I didn't lock it. I was going to reach my hand back in the lock. And I saw something on the table. I went, oh, crap, I can't believe I left without that. I went back in there, I grabbed the thing, and I heard her on the phone. The same woman who was over there talking about her, she was so concerned about my well-being. All of a sudden, I overhear her on the phone you know, and I'm thin. at first she's talking, she's saying wonderful things about how great I am. And I'm like, yeah, ha and then all of a sudden she starts talking about how great she is, right? And, and I'm telling you right now, girl, I put it on him. I put it on him so good. He put the muscle in his groin. That's how much work I put in. I, I, I worked him so good. I made his groin hurt. I, I, he has a, a pull of muscle. He, he, don't, he gonna talk about he, his muscle was pulled cause he didn't, he's, he's getting old. He ain't, he, he wasn't older last week. He wasn't older yesterday. He wasn't older two weeks ago. He wasn't older last year when we started dating. I just blew him out. I tore him up. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to kick the door down. Blam! No, you didn't. I tear you up because I'm the man, damn it. And then she'd probably look up at me. Let me ask you a question. Did I pull a groin muscle during the lovin'? Uh, no. Then I tore your ass up. Do me a favor. Give me a beer, bitch. We'll, we'll get you a beer. What did you call me? Shut up for I make your groin hurt again. Uh, here's your beer. <laughs> <clears throat> So I promised myself I would never let that happen again, and it hasn't happened since. Yes, I'm eight years older than I was when I was taking her to Bang Central, but even with the eight plus years, eight years has come with, yes, I got eight years older, but i have also eight years wiser. So now whenever I date a young woman and I know that we're basically going to get it on, what I do is we're sitting at the dinner table. And you know how women give you that look to let you know tonight's the night that you're going to be going to. A boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da, boom, jiggy, jiggy. And for those of you that are new to the podcast, that music means banging. When you're not going to, going to get it on. Jiggy being sex. So she gives you the look and, she, and you get that look. At the, and usually they give you that look early in the middle. Early in the date when you know that it's only a matter of time before you and her are going to go back. And so now what I do is I have a stationary cycle that I keep in the trunk of my car. And as soon as she gives me the boom, boom, jiggy, gee, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jig, boom, the boom, da boom jiggy, jiggy, look, I excuse myself from the table. I go back out to the car. I walk back in. I replace my dinner, take my dinner, a chair. I give that to the waiter. And then I put my stationary bike at the table and I have dinner with her while I'm riding the stationary bike. And she goes, well, why, why did you go outside and, get a stationary bike and I mean everybody in the restaurant is looking at us and uh this I mean this is kind of weird uh- I mean, I mean, most people are. You're riding a stationary bike at the dinner table. Listen, honey, you gave me the look that says we're gonna boom, boom, jiggy, jig, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jig, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy. And she goes, Well, absolutely, well, yes. I shaved my legs, and we've been going out for a little while, and I realized that you're really a great guy. We're definitely gonna go back to my place, and boom, boom, jiggy, jig, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jig, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy, jiggy. But I just wanna know why you're riding the bike. Well, I'm riding the bike because, well, about eight years ago, I was with someone, a young, beautiful, young woman like you, and like. I went over to her house to pick up some stuff and I didn't expect us to get it on. And then, you know, she made it very clear. She wanted the boom boom jiggy boom the boom jiggy jiggy boom boom jiggy boom the boom jiggy. So I took her into the bedroom and boom boom jiggy, boom the boom jiggy jiggy boom boom biggie boom the boom her brain's out, right? Well at least that's what my plan was. I I three quarters, boom, boom, jiggy boom, the boom, jiggy jiggy boom, boom, jiggy boom the boom jiggity, her brain's out. But right around the three-quarter mark, it was more like boom boom jiggy gi- <laughs> Because I pulled a groin muscle because I wasn't warmed up. And I want to make sure that I'm nice and warmed up because I want us to boom, boom, jiggy, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, boom, the boom, jiggy, without it being boom, boom, jiggy, boom, the boom, jiggy, boom, 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 jiggy. You know, you know what I mean? She goes, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I have dated, um, uh, my last boyfriend was, I, I've dated older guys because I like more mature guys. And, uh, you know, usually when we boom, boom, jiggy, boom, the boom, jiggy, it's usually boom, boom, ow, um, let me take this pill. Wait. 45 minutes later. And I said to her, I said, listen, first of all, I don't need pills. Okay. But even if somehow in the future, I need pills. It's always going to be with me. It's never going to be. Not the S man. She goes, great. And then I got off the bike. The maitre d goes, really, dude? And I go, hey, I'm 48 and she's 30. And he goes, oh, that's the boom. Oh, you you probably ride the bike because you want to boom, boom, jiggy. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I'm 45. I I got it, too. I I usually have one of those little mini stair masters under the table when I'm about to boom, boom, jiggy with my wife. Yeah, I I got it. I understand that. Okay, we're going to go now because I warmed up. But if I stand here talking to you too long, I'm going to cool down again. And then I'll be, well, I don't want to tell you the story here. But I pulled the muscle in my groin. That's a long story. And then I took her home and boom, boom, jiggy boom, the boom, jiggy boom, boom, jiggy boom, the boom, jiggy boom boom, 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 jig, boom, the boom. <coughs> boom, boom, jiggity boom, the boom. Yeah, I was actually good that night. Boom, boom, jiggity jig. That's why the song's longer. Boom, boom, jig, boom, the boom, jiggy. <laughs> so. Like I said, when you get a little older, my friends, make sure you take care of business. Make sure you, you eat good, you stretch, you drink a lot of water. You make sure you do everything to make sure you keep your body warmed up, keep your body in shape because you want to be able to live your life. Play with your kids. If you have kids, play with your grandkids. If you have grandkids, do all the stuff you want to do. And you want to make sure when you're with your woman, no matter how old she is, whether she's a young woman or whether she's your age or whatever, you always want to be able to take your woman upstairs and boom, boom, jiggy boom, da boom, 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 jiggy jiggy, boom, da boom, jiggy, Dig? Of course you do. (laughs) Segment over. All right, folks, let's talk about a little something else here. This is something that I find, I find it fascinating and interesting. Now, a lot of times you get a nickname from people and a lot of times when you get a nickname, it's somebody that you care about. Maybe it's a friend or a relative or maybe it's a derivation of your actual name. But you get a nickname. Most people get a nickname. I had a, a guy. Now, people ask me, what's the S and S. Anthony stand for? Well, it stands for Steve. My first name is Steve. But there were so many Steve Thomases out there, I decided to F that. And I changed my name to S. Anthony Thomas. And now everybody calls me S. Which is fine, because I don't know any other S's. I get called S. Everybody calls me S. Listeners call me S. Friends call me S. Women I've dated have called me S. Everybody calls me S. Fine. But I know that everybody doesn't just get one nickname. You actually get several nicknames. You get a nickname that they say to your face, and you get a nickname that people say when you're not there. And eventually you will overhear that nickname and you will know what the second nickname you got actually is. Fortunately, with all the relationships that I have with people that are around me are pretty healthy and fun relationships, and even the people that are pains in the ass to me. They respect me. So I've overheard my nickname and my in front of me nickname is S. And fortunately for me, I found out that my behind my back nickname is exactly the same thing. I'm referred to as S. I think that's great. That's a good sign. But I'm telling you right now, sometimes it isn't. You know, I've worked in offices before and I'm telling you right now, if you work in an office, you have two Nicknames. I'm telling you that right now. I remember when I was in my 20s, when I moved to Los Angeles, I worked in many, many offices because I worked for a temp agency and other things. And I heard what people were called to their face. And because I worked in an office where people would mill around by the water cooler on the outside of my office, I could hear what people would call each other behind their back. And I was very young at the time and it was a different climate. So things that were not necessarily acceptable, but they were like, I don't want to step in the middle of that. Where now you would have to go to human resources and stuff like that for these particular these, these particular offenses. And a lot of the times it was directed at women, but sometimes it was directed at men. But a lot of times it was directed at women, but sometimes it was directed at men. There was a lady in the office, a pretty blonde lady, just really, really pretty. like You know that Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm look, you know, the kind of lady that used to win... Miss America contest all the time, you know, you know, the kind of thing if you were going to be objectifying her, you would not be able to, to find the flaw using the media idea of what's acceptable and what's attractive. OK, she falls right in line like a walking Barbie doll, doll, I should say. And a sweet woman and an intelligent woman and a cool woman and fantastic at her job. And her name was, let's just say, I'm, I'm going to make up names. I'm not going to use the people's names. I still remember their names, but I'm not going to use their names. And let's just say her name was Catherine. And around the, all the all office, everybody affectionately refers to her as Katie. And she likes it. And that's her nickname, Katie. That's her nickname when she's there. That's not her nickname when she's not there. You see, when she's around, Katie this, Katie that. Hey, Katie, that form. Hey, Katie, 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 Katie. As soon as she leaves, did you see what sexy K was wearing today? Man, that old oh, fangs up on top, boy. Man, them boobs, man. I like to do this to them. And them boobs, 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 boobs. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Lips, 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 lips. Boobs, 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 boobs. Here she comes. Boobs, boobs, boobs. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. we like to talk to you about professional stuff, and we're not objectifying you every time you leave the room at all. We just want to let you know right now that these forms and the triple forms and the double forms and all these forms are fantastic and great and everything. You're a great person with the greatness and the great... Okay, we'll talk to you later after we finish these files. (laughs) Ha ha. Boobs, 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 lips, boobs, 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 boobs. And they called her Sexy K behind her back. She didn't realize people were calling her Sexy K behind her back. She thought she was Katie. And under normal circumstances, she would be Katie. When you're talking to her, she's Katie. But the second she walks out of the room, she's Sexy K. You would never go, hey, excuse me. Could you give me a hand over here with these files, Sexy K? You couldn't do that. But you could do it when she walked out of the room. Because her back behind her back nickname was Sexy K. There was another lady in the office. Another wonderful, wonderful, beautiful lady. Once again, also very, very accomplished at her job. Also great. Also fantastic. And her name is, well, her name's Karen. Karen. Beautiful, just like Katie. But here's the thing. Everybody noticed and didn't want to notice that she had the kind of backside that people get surgery to try to have now, but she had naturally. Okay, One of the most beautiful bottoms you could ever think of. And here's the thing. I made it a point to not objectify her, to not do that. I was looking around. I had a girlfriend at the time, and I made it a point, even though she would always have to walk right by my office, and my door was open, and she'd be standing at the water cooler with the most beautiful ass in the world that didn't exist, that wasn't my girlfriend's ass. And it's just like the kind of thing where you're like, you, you, you it, 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 kind of hypnotize. you. You tried not to stare and you were wrong to stare. And I made it a point not to stare. I'd catch a glimpse of I'm like, I'm not objectifying this woman. I'm not doing it. I have a girlfriend and it's not professional and I never talked to her in an unprofessional way and I never treated her in an unprofessional way. Never did. And she's Karen. Now she was one of those people that didn't even have a nickname to her face. She was very professional, you know. She wasn't as 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 uh, as you know as, as outgoing and friendly and overly and super friendly as the first young lady. But she, you know, she was professional. She did her job, and everything was great. So they didn't even dare give her a nickname. Well, not to her face. Oh no, they better not do that. But the second she left, everybody's taking peeks at her delicious ass. And what do they call her? Spectacular ass. Why? Because they said she had a spectacular ass. They wouldn't dare say that to her face. They wouldn't dare say, hey, spectacular ass. Let me ask you a question, spectacular ass. They wouldn't do that crap. But when she left, they called her spectacular ass. Then you're probably going, those sexist pieces of crap. Those sexist bastards. I can't believe they did that. They wouldn't have, no one would treat a man like that. ho guess again. There's another guy that came into the office. Just a regular dude. Nothing spectacular about the guy. Average height, average look, right? Also very good at his job, but it was very, very apparent that, uh, how could I put this? Either he was, he, either he liked to carry a baseball bat in his pants or something was going on down there that was abnormal to normal human males, Right? He went out of his way to try to you know, to try to not highlight that crap, but it'd be the it'd be the equivalent of Shaquille O'Neal at seven feet tall, going, You know what, I'm gonna put on dark sunglasses and people are gonna not notice that I'm seven foot tall It was kinda like that. Right. To the point where even other dudes were like, oh, I'm not even jealous. I don't want to be walking around carrying all that bull crap. I never get a date, that kind of thing. But there were certain ladies in the office that noticed that there were certain ladies in the office. They would not dare. They called them Craigie. Right, is a little more acceptable. Guys don't really mind that much. They called him Craigie, and he thought it was great. But that ain't what they called Craigie when he left. Craigie was great at his job. Craigie with hey, Craigie, thanks for the help, Craigie. Thanks for helping that account, Craigie. Ha ha. And the second they walked out of the room, what did they call Craigie? Beef. They called him Beef. Beef was just down here. Why didn't you tell me Beef was down here? Because they wanted to see the Beef. He had a nickname, Beef. Now, granted, the guys in the office were a little jealous of the beef so they had a nickname for him also you know they made it a point to, but there was one of those behind-the-back nicknames that they made it a point to say in front of the women in the office was, they called him Craig when he was there a hey, cool C. hey what's going on man cool Craig yeah yeah hi cool Craig you the man cool Craig ha. <laughs> he's gay that was a the nickname they had for him gay you know Craig gay right Craig wasn't gay Sometimes you get a nickname in front of your face and sometimes you get another nickname behind. It's not even in the office. Sometimes it happens with the friends. I had friends, like I said, my name was S and my nickname was S, same old thing. But my friend and another friend, he was one of the group that always said dumb crap, always did dumb crap and always, 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 always caused lots and lots of trouble and always causing fights. We went out with him all the time. He was always the kind of person that when everybody else would let things slide, not want to complain about things, not want to worry about things. Let it go. Let it go. Let it mother jump and go. This guy just would not let it go. Couldn't stop himself from causing trouble. Couldn't stop himself from saying dumb things at the wrong time very intelligent man highly educated man but when it came to things outside of his field of expertise dumb when it came time to avoid trouble when trouble wasn't necessarily to be around to have started trouble after a while even though you don't you're not going to end the friendship you still like the guy you still want to hang out with the guy he got a nickname to his face Hey, Billy Boy, Bill Boy, Billy Boy, Billy Boy. Hey, Billy Boy, Billy Boy, Billy Boy. He's Billy Boy. Now granted, I'm of course using fake names here just to remind you. Billy Boy, Billy Boy, Billy Boy, Billy Boy. Because his real nickname in real life is similar to that, but I'm not going to say what it is. You know what I'm saying. Let's go back to the story. Hey, Billy Boy, Billy Boy, Billy Boy, Billy Boy. That's what we called him to his face. And I refused to use his behind-the-back nickname but he did have one, and what was his behind-the-back nickname? Hmm? You're probably wondering what it was. Hmm? You know, that would, is that what you're wondering right now, collective audience in different parts of the world? Hmm. Hmm. Is there suspense here? Should I put? Should I not tell you until five episodes from now? Of course, I'm not going to do that. You know what his nickname was, my friend. His nickname was Dum Dum McTroublestarter. <laughs> dumb dumb mctrouble starter and i don't <laughs> i don't remember who said it i'm hey who knows i might have even said it <clears throat> i bit nothing hey billy boy billy boy billy boy billy 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 billy, billy. and then he would do something dumb and we drop him off first and we going oh man boy dumb dumb mctrouble starter was in high gear tonight yeah man man dumb dumb mctrouble starter don't know when to shut the hell up man Good Lord, I mean, he's cool and everything, 90% of the time, he's cool, but damn, dum-dum, McTrouble started, I don't know how to shut the hell up, right? I remember a friend was hanging out, he ran some, he goes someplace, his ex-girlfriend's on the side of the road, right, he sees her there, and they they, they broke up amicably, so he gets out and he helps her fix the tire, the lady gives him a hug, and gives him a kiss on the cheek, they're not doing anything, they're not doing anything, he literally just helped to fix the tire, she gave him a hug, hey, how's it going, going great, yeah. Okay. Great. Well, I'm going to go home now. Okay. Take care, everybody. They didn't even. They, she, he didn't even know where she lived. He was surprised to see her. But he drives by. He sees her. Get, he gets out. He fixes the tire. He gives a, him a hug. Gives him a peck on the cheek. And Dumb Dumb McTroublestarter's in the car. He goes, nah, you can sit right down. That's just changing the tire. You ain't got to help. I did no big deal." And what does Dumb Dumb McTroublestarter say later on that evening? Dum Dumb, dumb McTroublestarter brings up the fact that the ex-girlfriend kissed him. Didn't say on the cheek, didn't say because he fixed the tire, didn't say it wasn't romantic, it was just a thank you, didn't say none of that. He just said you're kissing your old girlfriend and he got him in trouble. He got him in trouble. We all had to leave the house. I was trying to, 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 this is one of those things where usually I'm able to just kind of go, well, well, well this is what, what happened. But she was so angry. She wouldn't even let me explain. She goes, no, 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 ass! no, 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 Don't try to help him out, ass. You always helping these dudes out. This time, this his ass is mine. Everybody out. And we got thrown out. Of course, later on, about an hour or two later, she calls me, I'm sorry about that, ass. I trust you. You're the one. That, I, I trust you to tell the truth of what's going on, what happened. And I told them what happened. And she goes, oh, my God, I was so mean to him. I said, I know, but, you know, it's no big deal. She goes, oh, my gosh, why did I believe Dumb Dumb McTrouble Starter? Yeah, even the women, even the girlfriends know his nickname is Dumb Dumb McTrouble Starter. <laughs> <laughs> right? And eventually, one day, he gets everybody so riled up that they are going, and that's why we all call you Dumb Dumb McTrouble Starter. Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. Y'all call me Dumb Dumb McTrouble Starter. What kind of bull crap is that? How you gonna call me Dumb Dumb McTrouble Starter? You wanna know why we call you Dumb Dumb McTrouble Starter? Yeah, I wanna know why. Let me ask you a question. The other night, remember a few months ago, when I stopped by the side of the road to help that girl with the tie, to my ex-girlfriend with the tie, and she gave me this little punk ass hug and a little peck on the cheek? Huh? Yeah. And then you bring up in front of my woman my woman that I'm going to marry that I was you saw me kissing my ex-girlfriend you didn't give any context oh you did kiss her she kissed me on the cheek yeah oh well I mean you know I mean you know yeah I know I know that was dumb that wasn't just dumb that was dumb plus dumb and you started trouble and that's how you got the nickname jackass oh well I can see what you mean uh you know, why, why do you learn how to... You gotta learn that when not to say stuff. That was kind of dumb, wasn't it? Yes. And it did start trouble. Yes. Damn. I guess I ne- earned the nickname. Uh, is there anything I could do to, 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 to unearn the name Dumb Dumb Make Trouble Starter? Yeah. You could stop doing dumb things and stop starting trouble. Wow. Um... That's a lot to ask because I am kind of dumb and I do like to start trouble. So, uh, you guys, I guess you guys just keep calling me that because there's nothing going to change here. We know we were never going to stop calling you that. Oh, <laughs> so just think about it, man. You know, I'm telling you right now, just look, assess your behavior and realize that you have two nicknames and it's up to you to decide what your second nickname going to be. All right. Do you want to be called S? Well, not S, but you want to have your name or a polite, friendly nickname be what they call you behind your back like me? Huh? Well, you got some respect? Hmm? Or do you want to be like Dumb Dumb McTrouble Starter? It's up to you, you bastards. And by the way, I call you sass bastards to your face like right now. And affectionately, I call you sass bastards behind your back because I love you in your face and I love you in your back. Okay, that that, that sounded kind of weird, loving you in your back. I mean, I'm, I didn't mean it that way. I meant, what I meant was I, I, I expressed love for you openly. And then when I'm talking to people that I know in real life about y'all, I, I, you know what I meant, shut up. <laughs> segment over. Well, folks, that has been episode number 262. Of the Yes, Anthony Says Podcast, and I want to thank you very, very, very much for everything that you do. I want to thank you for the kind words. I want to thank you for all the good stuff, you know, all the love, all the email and direct messages and the tweets and all the kindness that you show me on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. You know, I really do appreciate it, man. I know I say it all the time, but I appreciate it all the time, you know. It's like if I ever become famous and and I run across some people in the street. <clears throat> they're like hey take a picture with me you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take a picture with them you know i'm not gonna be one of those jackasses that you know that gets famous at some point hopefully it'll happen for me i mean i'll be honest with you i'm not like chasing fame or anything like that but if it actually happens i'm gonna enjoy that crap you know i'm not gonna be one of those jackasses oh my goodness i started out with a podcast and then it turned into this thing and now that i'm this big deal here here's some people that like my work and want to Come up and say nice things. To us. Let me act like a dick toward them because I've become successful. That's never going to happen, you know. Even though I'm just some chump who does a podcast right now, <laughs> if I become famous, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be really nice to everybody, you know. Let me hold on. Hold on. Let me pause this for a second. Somebody's on the door. I ain't gonna be nice to none of these bastards. I ain't gonna do it at all. The second I become famous or rich or something like that, the first thing I'm going to do is try my best to bang a whole bunch of them. Yeah. you damn right. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And almost, in fact, remember I, remember I did a segment along about, was, I think it was segment 262 about five years ago when I talk about having people having nicknames behind their back. Well, I got news for you. I I call them sass bastards affectionately, but I don't know what I, I'm going to call them behind their back pre banged because I plan on banging them. You're damn right. I mean, you just, all I'm saying is you just listen to this crap and worship me like the great person I am. You understand? And then I just have no choice but to bang them. I mean, they, they don't even realize this is what my real voice sounds like. They talk about my voice is all smooth and all that crap. Man, ain't you no, know, I put that voice on the fool, they dumb dumbasses. Right? And the second I finish banging them, well, the women anyway, and the men, I just, uh, you know, the, the, the second I finish banging the 49% of the women, my audience is 49%. Women, the, finish, the second I finish banging all of them, and then getting all worshipped like a sports figure by the dudes, I'm moving on to something different. The second I get any kind of accolades of any other medium, I'm dropping this punk-ass podcast and telling everybody to kiss my butt. I don't like them. And ain't nothing they can do about it. You understand? All right. Yeah. Let I me mean, go back. I was recording the, uh, the exit portion of my podcast yeah, no, it's hard, but the, you can't. It's no big deal. Yeah, I need was sass best, please. I like. I don't like them. All right, I'll, I'll talk to you later. I'm gonna put my fake nice voice on for these jackasses. All right. So anyway, guys, um, like I said, uh, I just want to thank you very much for uh, listening to this podcast. I want to let you know that under normal circumstances, I would, you know, I I would never, of course, say anything bad about you guys behind your back because. I think you're the greatest. Um, this podcast is on everywhere that you can think of a podcast being. I'm on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, um, uh, iHeartRadio, Radio, and I mean I'm everywhere, you know. So if you have an opportunity to, if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to the podcast and tell friends and um, and and rate and review it on iTunes if, you, if, you, if you're listening to it on iTunes, and I'm pretty sure you are because most of you are listening. on an an Apple device, so get to rating the damn podcast, you bastards. I mean, um, mm. (laughs) what I meant was I would appreciate it if you would do that. Uh, I'm on social media in several places. Uh, For me, with this smooth voice and incredible, incredible tones and wonderful niceness of my voice, I'm on Twitter in two places. Okay, for me specifically, it's at S. Anthony Thomas. For this particular podcast, it's at S. Anthony Says. I'm on Instagram and S- and you can look at me look me up on Instagram. My name on Instagram is S Anthony Thomas. Uh, of course, on Facebook, I have a verified Facebook page. If you go on Facebook and you look up S Anthony says, you will see my uh, my page. It has a blue check mark signifying that it is in fact me. It's a verified page. Please go to that page and like it, okay? And tell your friends about the podcast if you love it. And for those of you that have already done that, thank you very much. For those of you that do not know the email address, I know a lot of you do, obviously, but some of you don't, and there are new people listening. The email address for this podcast directly to me is santhony at gmail.com. Talktoesanthony at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. Uh, If you want, if you have any questions or comments or suggestions for things you want me to talk about on the program, please feel free to send that there. And more importantly than anything else, I just want to thank you for everything. I mean, uh without your love and support, uh, I just I really couldn't do this. And, uh, uh geez, hold on. Somebody's on the door again. I want to tell you right now, I don't need that damn love and support. This is all about me and my double genius. Them fools are just on for the long for the ride. I'm getting a little tired of telling them how much I love them and all that crap. I don't even like them. They all stink. Thanks a lot. I got to go finish this podcast. I got to talk to these chumps for a couple more seconds and pretend they mean something. Uh, Here we go. We me finish this garbage. So, guys, I just want to say, uh, now that I'm back. Um, I want to say once again, thank you for everything that you do. I think you're the most wonderful people on the planet. I sincerely mean that and say nothing different behind your back. <laughs> in all seriousness guys thank you for everything um, it doesn't matter to me where you listen to me whether you're on a riding mower, whether you're on a treadmill thank you very very much for allowing me into your ears, into your minds, into your hearts I appreciate all the love and the kindness thank you very much and now I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye and I want you to say it with me on the count of three are you ready? Of course you are One, two, three. S. Anthony out